Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We are on the precipice of major changes, friends. By the time this prophecy update is reaching the airwaves, President Donald Trump has met with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to discuss the long-awaited peace treaty for the Middle East. And the words that have preempted this meeting? Peace and security. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's prophecy update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's prophecy update as shared on January 26th, 2020. Today, I want to share with you something that the Lord has really impressed upon my heart and in so doing settled my heart concerning all that is happening in the world today. Like many of you, my news feeds were blanketed with wall-to-wall coverage of the Senate impeachment trial this last week. You know, it's kind of interesting. I, as I watched President Trump, it's like you'd never know that they were trying to impeach him. I mean, it's almost like all of this has strengthened his already strengthened resolve in the face of it. And I was struck this last week when President Trump became the first president in U.S. history to speak at the annual March for Life rally. Never happened before. That was really encouraging. Then also this last week, if that weren't enough (laughs) for one week, the president continued moving forward concerning his peace plan in anticipation of Israel's upcoming third and unprecedented election on March 2nd. That's what I want to zero in on today for our prophecy update and talk about the prophetic importance and significance and implications of this. Now, there are some conflicting reports, but as it stands now, Netanyahu and Gantz will be at the White House on Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday, in two days, to meet with President Trump. I want to begin by drawing your attention to two Jerusalem Post reports, starting with this one on Friday, about President Trump saying that the release of the long-awaited peace plan of his administration is imminent and expected.
before Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and Blue and White leader Benny Gantz visit to Washington on Tuesday. Asked if he had spoken to the Palestinians, the President answered, we've spoken to them briefly, but we will speak to them in a period of time. And they have a lot of incentive to do it. Forgive me for laughing. You'll see why I'm laughing in a moment. I'm sure they maybe will react negatively at first. Oh good, you're laughing too now. But it's actually very positive for them. Okay. Preliminary reports Thursday, listen to this, indicated that the plan would give Israel sovereignty over the Jordan Valley and all the settlements and, get this, make Jerusalem the capital of Israel. How about that? Moreover, Jerusalem would be, wait for it, undivided under Israeli control. Are you kidding me? Nope. In addition, all of Israel's security demands were accepted. The peace plan includes demanding that Palestinians recognize Israel as a Jewish state, demilitarize the Gaza Strip, and take away Hamas's weapons, and <laughs> it gets better. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so giddy. I just, I'm like, wow, wow. And recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Under the plan, Palestinians reportedly will not have any control of any borders. Yeah, they might react a little bit negatively to that at first. <laughs> okay, well that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? No wonder. That explains a lot. And I'll explain why I say that explains a lot in a moment. Trump's sudden and stunning announcement and invitation may explain this second report from the Jerusalem Post having to do with Jared Kushner's decision to cancel the peace team's visit to Israel. This was last minute, and it was understood to be the final coordination for the plans released, uh, and it caused some confusion. That's kind of an understatement. Uh, listen to this uh, quote from the Jerusalem Post. Former U.S. Ambassador to Israel, Dan Shapiro, told the Jerusalem Post, there is no reason to release the plan now if one wanted it to be seriously considered. And then he says this, I'm quoting, there is no Israeli government that can act on it. Hang on to that. And from everything we know, the Palestinians will reject it immediately. You think? It will be dead on arrival. The only reasons to release the plan now would be political ones. 
either to try to help Netanyahu in the Israeli election or to shore up Trump's base voters and donors who oppose two states. I'll add, or both, all of the above. Hmm. It was this last comment about there being no government in Israel to act on a Trump peace plan that really struck me. It's no coincidence that at the same time both Netanyahu and Trump are on trial, one for corruption and one for obstruction. One is under indictment and one is on trial for impeachment. Do you think that's a coincidence? I don't. And I would even take it a step further and suggest that that's why. What do you mean? I am personally of the belief that said peace plan is one of the driving forces of the globalists who are stopping at nothing and doing everything to stop this from happening. Because they know what's in this peace plan, and it can't happen. So both Netanyahu and Trump have to go. How are we going to get rid of them? Well, let's indict one and impeach the other. How about that? Well, make no mistake about it, both Trump and Netanyahu are very intelligent, and they know exactly what's behind all of this. And perhaps this is one of the main reasons that Trump and some commentaries are suggesting that it is just brilliant on the part of the president to do what he did. So what did he do? Well, he confirmed that Netanyahu and Gantz will visit the White House next week, again on Tuesday, for talks on his yet-to-be-released Israeli-Palestinian peace plan. However, on Twitter he said this, he looks forward to welcoming the Israeli political rivals when they come to Washington on Tuesday, but <laughs> reports about details, the ones that I just quoted out of the Jerusalem Post, those details, and timing that it's going to be released maybe before Tuesday, the timing of our closely held peace plan are purely speculative. In other words, it's only speculation with regards to both. Of this, Netanyahu said, and I'm quoting, the president is seeking to give Israel the peace and security. Oh my, there it is, right there peace and security it deserves. He added, I suggested that Benny Gantz be invited as well to the White House, though it will provide Gantz a major opportunity to appear on the world stage. The Haaretz Daily quoted a blue and white source 
describing the invitation as part of an alleged White House effort to help Netanyahu postpone the Knesset deliberation of his request for immunity until after the March 2nd election, which heretofore they have denied. Because he's under indictment. You know what the charges are, by the way? You know what it boils down to? Oh, this is unthinkable. He accepted a gift of champagne and cigars from a good friend of his. No. Did he, did he call Ukraine too? I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. It was just, it was there. I just walked right into that one. It's a gift. That's my story and I'm sticking with it. Well, that was on Thursday. Then on Friday, Arut Sheva reported that Blue and White Chairman Benny Gantz is leaning towards refusing U.S. President Donald Trump's invitation to the White House for discussions about the deal of the century. The article goes on to say that Gantz and his staff voiced their concerns that the visit could be a trap, partly because it was Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu who came up with the idea of inviting Gantz. Netanyahu in response to this, explained during a meeting with U.S. Vice President Mike Pence that he suggested that Gantz be invited. Listen to this. With such friends in the White House, with such backing from the United States, we should get as broad a consensus as possible around the efforts to achieve Oh, it's even better than that. You ready for it? Wait for it. Security and peace. Peace and security. That's a quote. This is Netanyahu. Security and peace. Peace and security for the state of Israel. Close quote. Let's go back to First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 3. I mean, it's kind of like, wait, what do these people do? Do they get up and read? Oh, hey, we need to start talking about peace and security right here. It says right here we need to be talking about peace and security. Those two exact words. By the way, <laughs> this morning when I uh, was preparing, I, I, I was reminded of, and certainly in anticipation of teaching First Thessalonians chapter 5, specifically verse 3, I was reminded that in my archives I have audio files of a press conference with then President Bill Clinton and Benjamin Netanyahu. This is in the 90s, okay. And the number of times just in that one press conference that they said these two words, like five, six, seven times in a very short press conference, I have that in my archives. 1995, man. How many years ago is that? 15 years ago? No, oh, that's more, isn't it? 25 years ago. Thank you very much. I actually didn't want it to be 25 years ago, but yeah, 25 years ago. Peace and security. Later on Thursday, Trump told reporters that 
He will unveil the plan next week. Possibly, get this, before the two Israeli leaders visit Washington. Well, let's see, it's, uh, it's Sunday, so if it's before Tuesday, that means he has the rest of the day today and then tomorrow on Monday. Oh, it's going to be very interesting. Well, that was Friday. Breaking this morning, it seems that Gantz has not only accepted the invitation, but is now on his way to Washington for what the Times of Israel is dubbing, quote, lightning peace plan talks with Trump. I wonder what uh, changed his mind, because Friday and Saturday he was like, this is a trap. I'm not going to go. I'm going to decline the invitation. Netanyahu's up to someone or trust him. What's he doing? Why do they want me to go? I think somebody got to him and said, uh, think about it. <laughs> you don't go to this. What message does that send? Interesting. Man, I, I don't know. I can't wait for this week. <laughs> Is that bad? I suppose it goes without saying, but there is no shortage of speculation concerning all of these developments. It seems as though the jury is still out on how this will all play out. However, it also seems as though, and I think you would agree with this, and it stands to reason that we're going to know in pretty short order. I mean, we'll know in a matter of weeks at the most, months. Something's got to happen, right? Cannot continue on in this state. Again, I'll liken it to the illustration of a rubber band. You can take a rubber band and you can only stretch it so far for so long before it snaps. And that's how I see the situation today, geopolitically. This rubber band has been stretched so long, so far, it's just a matter of time before it's going to snap. Well, be that as it may, one thing is clear. And it's that both a strong America and an undivided Israel, namely Jerusalem, both of which a Trump and Netanyahu represent, stand in the way of the globalists' agenda. And it's an agenda. Because ultimately the sole goal of said globalists is a new world order. Not nationalism, globalism. A one world government, a one world economy, and even a one world religion, and it plays right into the whole plan of the Antichrist who will arrive on the scene, and he will control this new world order, this one world government, this one world economy, and this one world religion. And very interesting, by the way, there has to be an absent America and a compromised Israel. 
in order for that to happen. Do you see why Netanyahu and Trump are a problem? Do you see why there is this this effort, I would even go as far as to say a demonic effort, to remove these men from their positions? Because they are the ones that are going against this agenda. Okay, hang in there with me. This brings me to what I wanted to share with you today about what the Lord really (laughs) ministered to me this last week. Initially, I was very unsettled, even agitated. Okay, that's putting it mildly. I was angry, just watching all of this. And yeah, I I keep it on mute, but still, every once in a while, I'll just take it off and mute and go, oh, I'll put it back on mute again. (laughs) Oh my goodness, what in the world? And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep up with all the breaking news, and there was a lot of breaking news this last week. So I'm like, Lord, I mean, and the Lord's like, what are you doing? Calm down. I can't be calm. You see what's going on? And then, as only God can, He ministered to me a word fitly spoken, as it were, that in the end every knee will bow and every tongue will confess Jesus Christ is Lord. God is going to have the final word on all of this, and I can't wait. The Apostle Paul writing to the church in Philippi, Philippians chapter 2 verses 9 through 11 says, Therefore God also has highly exalted Him and given Him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Here's the thing though, every tongue's going to confess. But when every tongue confesses, it will either be a confession to salvation or a confession to condemnation and damnation eternally. Now, Why did that settle me? Because it was a much needed reminder that brought with it this this peace, but also an urgency that only the Lord can give. I mean, it just settled me. And I'll explain. The peace comes because viewing everything and everyone through this lens changes the way I react. Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass 
in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the Creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's prophecy update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this prophecy update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s prophecy updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this prophecy update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.